Gershwin, George Gershwin. Gershwin, you, Gershwin, you got it. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, thank you. you. The old gray matter just don't work like it used to, you know? I'm embarrassed. I was doing the dance and I don't remember it. <laughs> so anyway, my brother Tom and Bill Snyder were already doing it. And Bill couldn't do it anymore. So my brother comes, he says, you know, we're working with Tri-State Ballet Company. Can you do a little jitterbug number? I said, ballet company? I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> I said, come on, you know, I, I work at a chrome plant in the summertime. They'll beat my ass at ballet company, you know? <laughs> and he goes, no, no, it's really fun. I said, no, I don't think so. He said, you'll be dancing with Karen Toto. I said, yes! <laughs> yes! When do you need me there? <laughs> Welcome to the Political Party Pooper Playbook. And if you thought all we did was sit around thinking of ways to poop on empty suit politicians, well, you'd be half right. Featured today is someone I've known for a very long time. Uh, this podcast, when I go off politics, is becoming a celebration of Delaware County. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the Delco people come out of the woodwork. I first met Karen in high school. I was stage crew for Oklahoma. Ah. And Karen danced shadow behind Barb Pinto in one number. And I got to tell you, as the video progresses, you're going to see pictures. This is one beautiful lady. Oh, thank you. You're it's sweet. not ridiculously obvious already. Oh, thank you. Um, right around the time we we're getting ready to graduate, uh, Tri-State Ballet Company, of which Karen was a member, was doing a little traveling show. They would do two, uh, what's the guy's name? The, 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 the American in Paris. Oh, um, uh, no. Oh, you, now you're really challenging me. <laughs> um, we did, I, I can't even think of the name of it. Oh, okay. Not Rubenstein. No, uh, no. I, I, um, it's Gershwin. So Gershwin, George Gershwin. Gershwin, you, Gershwin, you got it. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Tell you. The old gray matter just don't work like it used to, you know? I'm embarrassed. I was doing the dance and I don't remember it. <laughs> so anyway, my brother Tom and Bill Snyder were already doing it. And Bill couldn't do it anymore. So my brother comes, he says... You know, we're working with Tri-State Ballet Company. Can you do a little jitterbug number? I said, Ballet Company? I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> I said, come on. You know, I, I work at a chrome plant in the summertime. They'll beat my ass at Ballet Company, you know? <laughs> and he goes, no, no, it's really fun. I said, no, I don't think so. He said, you'll be dancing with Karen Toto. I said, yes! <laughs> yes! When do you need me there? <laughs> That's funny. Well, I didn't know the backstory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you weren't there. No, I did. I did walk around for the next two months, going, "Yeah, I'm dancing with Karen Toto." Yeah, they pay me thirty bucks a show. It's <laughs> about. <laughs> oh my god, memories! Oh my gosh, so long ago. Yeah, it was. I mean, sometimes it seems like yesterday. Sometimes it seems like that couldn't even been us. It was too long ago. Mm. But uh, I know another life almost. So from high school, uh, I didn't know this. You went on to continue to perform. I did for 10 years in New York City or out of New York City. 
Wow. So I have to tell you that I was inspired by the high school shows. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, my mother brought me to see Music Man when I was eight at the Valley Forge Music Fair. Right. And I was a dancer then, but just taking ballet like any other little girl. And I looked at the dancers dancing in the library dance. I'll never forget it. I was eight. And I said, I want to do that. That's the kind of dancing I want to do. I was ballet was fine, but I was never going to be a ballerina. Yeah. And and I'll and that's what I knew I wanted musical theater. And then I did quit dancing for a few years because of the pressures with the kids and stuff where my girlfriend quit. And I'm like, well, then I'm quitting. But anyway, what got me back was the high school musicals. I started I still had a lot of training in my background. And Joe Hayes came to Bonner. Do you remember mm-hmm. Joe Hayes? That man and was a maniac. Yeah, yeah. Maniac, maniac man. And so I started doing the shows, and because I had training, he was giving me a lot of the leads for dancing. I was the dancing Lori in, in um, Oklahoma. And it brought back all of the, wow, this is really what I want to do. And so that's really what spurred me on to continue training and continue honing my craft of dancing and eventually singing. So... That's was, what did it. It was an amazing foundation. Uh, it was. Uh, so much talent came out of there. Joe Hayes and Upper Darby launched amazing yeah. talent. Yeah. You had Glenn yeah. DiOrio, Tina Fey, um, Rennie. Rennie got well. I'm in touch with Rennie, by the way. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. she, she went on to do like Summer Stage at the Shore, right? Uh, no, Rennie didn't. There was another girl that did, and I can't think of her name. She did with Glenn. She did the some surf light at the shore. Right. Uh, Jessica. Right. Jessica was in Oklahoma. Jessica, right. She went. Right. Did- yeah. Rennie loved to dance, but Rennie didn't end up doing anything with it. Okay. And you, how's she doing? She's uh, doing good. Yeah, she's 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 doing great. She raised her kids, and they're all grown. And she's a grandmother, and she lives on Long Island. And we get together every now and then. She looks the same, honestly. Rennie looks the same. So uh, you. I have a picture. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> she, um, she just looks the same. She even has the same long hair. So, uh, yeah, anyway, so that was that's good. But I spent 10 years in New York City auditioning and getting shows. And part of that background was also working with Tri-State Ballet, which is where we did Rock Around the Clock. Right. Um, see, I was always good for that kind of stuff. I was the, the heavy duty ballet was just not my oh, thing. It was fun as hell. Rock Around the Clock was a blast. And we actually ended up reprising that very number in Summer Stage. They needed uh, a piece. I forget why. The first, the first variety show of Summer Stage. Okay. Um, I remember. And we did it to American Bandstand. But me and Tom okay. taught our dance partners, all the same stuff you taught us. Okay. Okay. We did a lot Speaking of the same moves. I think it was Tom though, that was able to dance with me on the stage in Philly when Greece came to town. Do you have any yes. recollection of that? And well, we want, we won that Schneider dance. Schneider was there. I don't know if Tom was there that oh, day. Oh no, it was Bill. Yeah. It was, I think it was Bill Schneider. Yeah. I think oh, you're right. Yeah. Right. Now that I'm remembering back. Yeah. That was okay, a great. Okay. Where did I pull that? One out of. I know you're way better than me. I'm embarrassed. I started. I have to exercise my brain the way I exercise my body. <laughs> yeah, but um, was it just you two, or was there a couple couples dancing? Yeah, there was a lot of couples. It was a whole bunch of couples, and we had a contest, and we won. And so it was another day, 
And then what happened was the winner got to dance at the end of the show. They bowed and the whole grease company went, made a horseshoe and they brought us out on stage and they ended the night with us doing rock around the clock. And then the lights went out. And I, I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do. I mean, that was another thing that shoved me into that mode of um, just being up on the stage. It was like, wow, I love this. And that would have been probably while I was in college, I'm thinking. I don't know if it was high school, maybe high school. That maybe would have been high school. probably the year after you graduated, because okay. the year after that, I was I started dancing with you guys. And that was my senior year. OK, yeah, I know. You're a little younger than me. Oh, I'm way younger. I mean, your role is dirt. Rocks don't live as long as you. You know what I mean? Um, Little brother. Yeah. Um, yeah, but once that, once you get that applause the first time, it's it's like crack. You, you want to get it again. And it was a big stage. It was a big theater. Yeah. It was a professional theater. It wasn't just doing summer stage or, or Joe Hayes. It was like, wow, wow this is it. But anyway, so um, I, I have to laugh because... When I moved to New York City, um, I started by going up on the train while I was living at home, seeing how the auditions were. And right. somebody, you're all sitting around all the time waiting to dance. There's always a lot of sitting, waiting. And somebody said out loud, my roommate's going on tour for six weeks and I need somebody to take her spot. And I thought, Bam. well, there's an idea. There's an idea. Six weeks. What's the big deal? So I came home and got on the phone and I was in the... I didn't want my dad to hear me because he was old school Italian. And I was in the stairwell with the door shut going down the basement on the phone saying, okay, so when do I do this? And when would I? And he heard me. So I got off the phone and he said, come in here. I said, yeah. He said, I heard you on the phone. You're not moving to New York City. Huh. I said, dad, I, no, wait, I, grad, I just graduated college. So I was now, you know, 21, 22. I said, Dad, I, I really, I am going to do this. I have to do this. And I was walking up the steps and he said, come down here and talk to me. <laughs> so I came down and I did. He, I moved up for six weeks and I stayed for 10 years. Wow. That's great. Yep. And what were some of the, you did some amazing shows. I, yeah. I've seen the pictures. Well, I went out on tour for a whole year with My Fair Lady with Rex Harrison in the revival. And then we brought that back to Broadway. Um, and that was, I went, I also did Nat 42nd Street first national tour for another whole year and a half. I did a lot of long tours, but it was great because I got to see the country. We got to spend time in different cities, sometimes for a month, two months, three months. I mean, you really got to stay there. I didn't do these bus and truck things. Um, I worked at Radio City on a great show where, you know, all their stages go up and down. It was really amazing. Um, wow. My one and only, um, I did Guys and Dolls on tour. Um, I worked at um, the Rainbow Room in Matt, Matt, in upstairs and up in the Rainbow Room. Um, I did Grease at uh, Jones Beach, which is right outside the city. So um, that's just some of the stuff I did. A cruise ship for four months. I worked on a cruise ship. That was oh, that would be that would be too cool. Yeah. It, where, it, where, where was the circuit when you were? It with was them? only to the Bahamas and back. It was no big deal, but it got me out of New York for the winter because it was freezing. Yeah, yeah really. And we did. Um, and we only worked when we were on the water. So as soon as you got to port, you could go do whatever you wanted. So it was, it was a great job. Um, so 
that was it. I mean, I, I would spend my time in between actually getting into the fitness world is is what happened in between jobs. Yeah, a, a Broadway dancer isn't fit enough. She has to get fit. <laughs> well, remember I told you, you I got hit by a car. That's right. right? You say. Yeah. So that you, you transition. You got hammered to the teeth and staggered into the street, and you got hit by a car. <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm no, and no. No, I was on my way to an audition, and I saw the bus, and I had the light, and I darted out, and Mr. Driver ran the light. He ran the light. It was a, it was my green, his red. He ran the light and boom. And I went over the car and landed in the street and on my butt, my butt. Um, and as I told you, I was very lucky. I didn't break anything. I was very bruised, but my, I got knocked out of my boots and my coat was all short, torn to shreds. So I took six weeks where I really had to recoup. I went home for six weeks and came back and joined a gym and really started getting into getting strong again by going to a gym. And that put me kind of into the whole fitness world. I still danced, but it put me into the fitness world. Yeah. Well, that's Which, the silver lining there. It was, it was yeah. good comes from bad. They say, right. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask a real groupy question. What's Rex Harrison like, or what was he like? <laughs> Probably what you would expect. He was very reserved and very nice to us, but never lots it conversation he kind of just did his thing and although when we got to phoenix he had a home in scottsdale and he had a big party at his home for all of us which was really nice cool. but he didn't crack i mean he was way old by that time yeah. you know and yeah we were way young <laughs> yeah so, I mean, to, for, for his age to tour and and do henry higgins that's a lot of energy that's a high energy part it doesn't look like it no but it is but yeah just the projecting for two hours. And he did great. Yeah. He really did. He was just like he always was. And his wife at the time well, was his wife. Um, she was with him. So I think she followed him on the tour. And we had a great time. I had a, I did all kinds of fun things when I was on tour. I went hot air ballooning. I went in a aerobatic glider when we were in Arizona. And air, we did a full 360. I mean, I did all <laughs> kinds of things. <laughs> Can you imagine doing that? Depending we in, entirely on air molecules to hold you up. <laughs> well, it worked, but <clears throat> I said after a few minutes of after that, I said, where's the bag? I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get sick. <laughs> I did not get sick, but man, I felt sick. Oh, it didn't I, pro I probably would have needed the bag as I climbed into the cockpit. Just hand me the bag oh. now. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. I was all excited. I was like, oh, this is great. And it was. It was great. Yeah, but, um, yeah. you know, so you do all that kind of fun stuff that, you know, now at my age, I probably would be too afraid to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, when you're young and stupid, you get to be young and stupid, you know. Right. right. As you get older, you realize you're not invisible and you're not bulletproof. You can't right. do those things anymore. Right. Right. So, yeah. Well, in fact, I would teach, um, speaking of fitness, so... In between going out on tour, um, I taught classes, fitness classes at Marymount College, and then I ended up getting my certification in uh, as a as a fitness trainer from Marymount College. Because you know, there's time in between shows; you're not on the road 100 percent right. of the time. And um, and then I was teaching at a gym, and and then I might get a show when I leave. 
Uh, but I always came back to it in some capacity. And even when I left New York and got married, I moved back to this area, Broomall, as a matter of fact. And um, I started right away at least keeping my hand in it by teaching some cardio dance classes. But I have mm-hmm. to tell you, living in New York for 10 years and living that lifestyle, even though I'm from Deller County, I moved back with the intention of starting a family, you know, and the first year I was back, I thought, what the hell did I just do? It was so boring in Broomall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, you know, it, and like, you can't go home again, you know? That, that, it, that's like, a look, true statement. I'm married now with, and, and I'm in Broomall. We have a house there. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's just, it was such an adjustment to go from New York City back to De- Delaware County yeah. and live in the suburbs. Then I, you know, after I had my first Yeah, kid, all the nightlife is gone. The, everything. The action, I, you know. Oh my God, everything. You walked out your door and you would go buy stuff and you go to the theater. And, you know, I walked out my door and just another house. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, but then you had, so had a where, baby. Where in Broomall? Um, right near where Route 3 and three, uh, 320 meet back in one of those neighborhoods is where we Route started. 3 and 320. Yeah, my, my son lives there in, in Broomall. He's at the other end of that stretch where 320 turns back on to... And heads back toward uh, Swarthmore. Oh, okay. Back over that way. Yeah. He he lives in Broomall. And at the other end of 320 is Kenny. He lives in Swarthmore. Okay. So, yeah, they're all still up there. But then we. uh, I I like Broomall. It's a cool town. It's nice. But then we moved out to Chester County, West Town. And I loved it out there because it was much more. Well, by that time, I I liked the suburbs. And we had an acre point six, one point six acres. And. so, so, um, but I'm technically back in Delaware County now. We moved to a townhome. It's right across the street from here's here's Chester County across the street. I'm now a Delco girl again. I'm back. <laughs> so here so, we are. Um, doing that kind of touring is that something you do with a love of it? Can you make a a good living touring as a dancer? Yes, a yeah. very good living. Because don't forget, it's all union. So we oh, made union right. wages. And when you tour, you get a salary and you get a per diem and your per diem is extensive because you're living off of it. So right. what I was able to do is use my per diem and bank my salary. So I right. came back with a boatload of money in the bank. Yeah. It was great. We They're used to paid- do that on TAD. It wasn't three months, but whenever we got temporary duty, you know, you bank as much of that per diem as you could. Right. And then they start putting you on a card. Yeah. So you couldn't you couldn't hide it anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We didn't. uh, The union equity pays very well. And the other thing that is really lucky. I graduated college and I got hired to do a premiere show called it was Pinocchio. Somebody wrote a brand new Pinocchio and I auditioned and I got hired as Pinocchio's girlfriend. So I'm a puppet. Um. But the, the woman called me and said, Karen, I don't know if this is going to work for you. I really want to hire you, but you have to join the union. It's a union show. And I was like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course, I joined the union. And then I moved to New York with my union card, which is such Killer. an advantage. Yeah. yeah. Such an yeah. advantage. So I could go out for all the union shows and not have to be in the back, you know, wait until um, they saw all the union people and they mostly hire union people. So that was a, Another fortuitous. I felt like it. Things just kind of worked. 
They just yeah, kind of worked everything for me. clicked. It clicked. That's awesome. And, and it's know. continuing to do so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, like I said earlier, I'm I'm stoked about this show. Working with work with you, I'm going to try to get Ann Pinto on, Ann Pinto Macari. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, we had Nick, uh, Ron Corey came on for sports. I mean, and you guys are all naturals. You know, you're better at this than I am. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> you know, uh, I I first time I haven't heard my voice on recording in a long time. Mm-hmm. First podcast, I'm sitting there editing. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> I can't sound like that. It was terrible. But we all have a little bit of that when we hear ourselves. Yeah. Um, I can hear my real Delaware County thing. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, yeah, yeah, your accent's back. I got rid of it. Um, a lot of it when I was in New York. But then you come back and you live here and it all comes back. Yeah. You know, which yeah. Is- Mine comes back, too. I try to eliminate it over time. So if I'm out of Philly mm-hmm. for a long time, my my intonations tend to smooth over a bit. Mm-hmm. But back in Philly for one week, and I'm going to Atlantic City to be oh, my yeah. water. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. And let's let's all have our water, our water. We water. all say, water. yeah. <laughs> Where do yeah. we get that? Um, yeah. yeah. As far as fitness goes, I am notoriously inconsistent. Uh, did that picture I sent you, I, I, yep. I showed it to Nick too. And the point of the picture is that gray t-shirt mm-hmm. now blouses on my arm. I went from April a year ago to November working out. I got myself in really good shape. Then I okay. sat down at this, this computer and set myself a challenge of 10 podcasts in 10 weeks, fully scripted on two channels. All in 10 weeks. So that's yeah, 20 that's shows. And I was learning how to podcast at the time. So it was morning, noon, and night sitting right here, as you see me right now. Uh, my reward was sciatica. Wow. Uh, a big old belly that I've never grown that fast before in my life. Nice. I lost my shoulders. I lost my arms. And uh, it's like I, I said to Nick, same thing. Treat me like a novice. I've never picked up a weight before. I've never worked out before. I want to get rid of my belly. I want to be better motivated. Hmm. And maybe some muscle tone again. Yeah, would be nice. Definitely some muscle tone again. Yeah, what would what would you say? What What's the starting point for a schlub like me? Habits of health. You're going to have to change your habits a lot. And I don't know what you eat, but... I would say it's mostly about what you eat as far as your belly, getting rid of the belly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a combination, what you eat, um, how, how much you eat, obviously how much you're going to have to pull back. Sadly, um, my wife is an amazing cook. Sadly. <laughs> I always good. eat too much. Not good. Okay. No. Um, and, and this is what I'm co- coaching people on right now, actually, more so that not so much getting them programs for fitness, but creating habits of health, I, I use a program actually, um, because you must, you, if you, you have to not be sedentary, that's true. But if you got up and started doing working out every day, you're not just going to lose all that. I don't know how much weight you're talking. I mean, do you know how much you gained? I lost, I lost 15. I think I gained 15 back. 
Okay, that's not too bad, actually. But that was um, that was losing weight and building muscle mass at the same time. So right. losing the muscle mass, I mean, that means I probably put back on more fat than I had before. You know, you lose your muscle, and, and it's two separate things. There's fat and there's muscle. Right. So when you gain weight, you're gaining fat. And if you're losing muscle mass at the same time, that's bad. Yeah. So I would say you definitely, when we, well, let me ask you another question. When you lost that 15 pounds, what about your diet? Did you, what were you doing in terms um, of food? Did you cut back? For, for a couple short stints, I did uh, the carb rotation, no carb, low carb, eat what you want. No carb, you know, on, on a three-day rotation. Okay. And that definitely made an impact. I, I did see a difference there, but I wasn't consistent with that either. But still, I worked out for a year. And what I did most that I think had uh, the most impact was walking. I went okay. from, I couldn't walk a half a mile to some of my stints were eight miles long. That's great. So, yeah, so that, that helped a lot. I said to Nick, the only thing that looks good on me right now is my damn legs. <laughs> <laughs> everything else is jello. Well, walking a lot of miles like that will will definitely help you lose weight. But I'm a firm believer, and tell me if you think if Nick agrees with this, in the absolute importance of resistance training and building your muscles. Yeah, For that's his thing. Yeah, yeah, but you don't have to be a um, a um, you know a bodybuilder. I'm not saying no, you have no, to. I know what you're saying. The resistance but, and muscle mass helps everything else occur. Everything. And in fact, the more they study um, resistance training, it's even superior to cardio. Cardio is good for you and you should always do both. But if you do cardio, you shouldn't do cardio without doing resistance training because it actually is optimizes you more with resistance training for um, uh, longevity is uh, because it creates more protein in your muscles when you have better muscles. And when you don't, you don't have the amino acids in there to fight off diseases. So it, it's really, really important for a whole lot of reasons. And I also will say, since I've done resistance training, I didn't do it for a long time. I was dancing and I was doing my cardio and having fun. And, and once I started, I, I feel feeling strong is a great way to feel when you feel strong. You know, my energy level increased. I, it's definitely a youth and it makes you feel younger. I think you are looking better. It it's it's really important. So I think it's great to, to walk, but I think it's probably as or even more important to add resistance training three times a week, like three times a week at minimum to your uh, if you're going to get into a program of some sort. That's about I where I recommend. was. I would I would go to the base gym. Okay, I, I did times get blown a out of the water a couple times because they kept going back to the mask thing. Dumbest thing you ever saw. You go in the gym and they say you got to work out with a mask on. Oh where, the, oh, where the weights are. Where the weights are. You cross a three foot rubber carpet to where the cardio is, where everybody's huffing and puffing. No mask. <laughs> uh, well, common sense is no longer around anymore. There no, is no. no. And the second time they did it, I walked in. They said, Oh, put your mask on. <laughs> I said, No. I can't participate in intentional stupid. Uh, I'll just keep checking. And there would be like a few weeks gap where I had to work out at home, no weights because, well, I don't, I, I don't like working out 
with a mask on anyway. It's disgusting. Who should? Who does? It's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. We had to do it. I was at ACAC for quite a while, many years, actually, and during COVID. Um, and when we went back, we had to, I was lifting with masks. And I would just pull it down. Like, I would pull it down to here, and nobody cared. And yeah. sometimes I'd even drop it down. But if I had to, I'd pull it under my, at least under my nose so I could breathe. You have to breathe when you're doing, you know, when you're lifting, yeah. you're breathing. You're breathing all this carbon dioxide or whatever into your, anyway, thank God we're at least for now past that. But that's, that was craziness. Um, yeah. So I don't, I totally just, you know, I didn't think that was, we had the same thing in class people. I looked in the classrooms and they're not wearing masks and they're on the floor and they're wearing masks. I'm like, this makes no sense, but. You it know, was, okay. and the whole thing was a, well, I can't, I can't say the word I was going to say. It was silly. <laughs> If I said what I was going to say, you'd hang up on me. Oh, <laughs> um, I get it. I agree with I'm sure I would agree with it anyway, because I it, we did a lot of non-commonsensical things at that time. Yeah, yeah. I think. Just um, keeping in, in, in with that idiocy. Um, you've, got to, you've got to get the food thing going, too. I'm, I mean, it sounds like you um, – I'm a firm believer in just – not I. It's one thing to follow these carb things and all that, but I don't know how long that can last. So if you're going to make a change in your life to stay in a, a certain weight, let's say your goal weight is 15 pounds, you've got to change the habits, change the what you're how you're eating, and then be able to maintain that. So I don't know with these kinds of things where can you can you sustain that where you're doing this low carbon whatever whatever you were talking about. I don't do that kind of thing. You know, it, it's got to be something you can sustain so yeah, that you well, can sustain. What I liked about that was it didn't feel like a sacrifice. Well, that's the good. Ha the hassle was on Lynette because she does all the cooking. Sometimes I'll make my own breakfast or I'll slap together a pathetic lunch. But in terms of ongoing nutrition, Lynette's the cook and to say, okay, tomorrow is all protein. The next day I can have some carbs, but not many. Last Next day you can cook normal. It's it's hard on her. Yeah, it is. You know, I didn't have a problem with it. I could even have on low carb days, I could have a couple of a couple of beers and get away with it. Yeah. Because I was inside to count. And I wasn't counting like on a calculator. I would, you know, I'd look at the side of the can and if I was, you know, reasonably inside the, the mark, I was okay. But yeah, all those good habits I'll have to bring back again. Um, well, and I always say habits, um, Matt, do, don't overwhelm yourself with them all at one time. You know what I mean? It's like if sometimes people go try to do too much at once and then they just go, ah, I'm done. And, you, you know, you give it up. You have to do yeah, it. It never I stops feeling alien, right? It, it always yeah. feels. Yeah. Well, it shouldn't. It sh you should get to a point where, you know, um, I believe you. In, in my mind, I like the idea of eating like um, five or six times a day where you have smaller amounts, breakfast, three hours later, three hours. So you're eating throughout the day. Now, you're not eating meals because you're going to gain weight, but you're keeping the, the calories down, but eat throughout the day. Yeah. So that do you, you do, you do 12 on 12 off in terms of eating? Do you have fasting hours? I don't. I think I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just find for my lifestyle, it doesn't work. Cause I never know when I'm going to be where and eating when. So I just don't yeah. like to restrict myself. So I try to finish my dinner on the early side, like 
by six o'clock. So I probably will. It's going to go 12 hours naturally. Yes. But I don't like make it a point because then I go out to dinner at seven o'clock at night and I'm not done till eight. Yeah. You know, so I don't worry about that. But yeah. I would say for sure, I usually have 12 hours where I'm not eating. That's just happens. Yeah. You and Nikki D are definitely on the same page. Okay. Uh, he, he eats slightly differently because you know, he is a bodybuilder and a powerlifter. Right. But the concept is exactly the same. Uh, he does 12 on, 12 off. He does, I forget if he said six meals or four. But he doesn't do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You right. know, and then, and then like somebody we know who wears red t-shirts sitting around all night eating Cheetos. You know, he doesn't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my cheap scotch and Pepsi, that's still okay, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I'm not a big alcohol person and alcohol, you know, I mean, I, it's hard for people to not have anything, but I don't know what to tell you. I think it's best if you don't drink it, but if you can't help it and you have to, then I guess you just do. I'll, I'll get diet scotch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're a pet owner, you know that taking care of those little poop machines can be expensive. Between vet bills, food and supplies, and costs add up quickly. That's where 1-800-PET-MEDS comes in, the ultimate online destination for pet medications and supplies at affordable prices. PetMeds offers a huge selection of pet medications, including flea and tick medications, heartworm preventatives, and prescription medications. All the products are from trusted, top-quality brands, so you can be sure you're getting the best for your pet. But that's not all. 1-800-PET-MEDS offers a wide selection of pet supplies, including food, toys, and grooming products. They even have a selection of prescription diets for pets with specific health conditions. And they offer free shipping for orders over $49. So why wait? Visit their website today. I'll leave a link below the audio line and start saving on your pet's health care needs. Here's just a quick programming note before we get back to Karen. Before releasing this podcast, Karen and I discussed our impressions. More than anything, we established her credibility. But in the process of creating a rather chatty, broad-based piece, we agreed that there is much more to discuss, and we will. Karen Hockenberry will return to P4B, and we will get into detail about workouts and nutrition and dig deeper into some of the other subjects we touch on here today. Now, let's get back to Karen. The long-term benefits. We'll get back to exercise advice in a little bit, but I want to move through the idea of what there is to be gained in your life simply by being in shape. A little bit of lifting, a little bit of cardio, you know, how does your life benefit outside that? Okay. Well, just to start with, without even getting into a lot of the um, health benefits, you feel better and you look better. And I think when you look better, you feel better. So that's just the kind of surface. I haven't felt good in years for that reason. Oh, you know. but, yeah, but when you look <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Pounds, right? Didn't you, huh? didn't, you, didn't you feel a lot better when you were at that kind yeah. of... Yeah, I was, I was making a joke. 
You know, you look yeah. better, feel okay. better. I said, I haven't felt good in 15 years, but, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, no, I understand um, what you're saying. You sleep better. Um, but that, that aside, um, and the exercise improves your heart health, your, uh, heart and lung conditioning. Of course, that would probably be a little more aerobic, but, um, as, especially as we're getting older, your coordination, your agility, your flexibility, that's, that's critical, you know, uh, <laughs> critical, yeah. right? Your balance yeah. and your spatial awareness. Um, what's one of the worst things as, as we mature and, and get older is these elder falls. These people fall and that's right. the end of it. And yeah. when you are in better shape, if you're exercising and you're eating well, you know, there's, you're less likely to have these kinds of issues, especially things like balance um, and spatial awareness. And um, you lose everything. Unfortunately, that saying, you don't use it, you lose it. That yeah. happened. Yeah. In, in, so it's- I never a, even thought of it. The balance issue, the spatial awareness. Right. Yep. Um, and, and I haven't thought about flexibility in a long time. I can still touch my toes, but That's huge. I suffocate trying. <laughs> because I got that big belly to get over. Right. I was just going to say, if you can get rid of the midsection, you're not going yeah. to suffocate when you yeah. go down. And if you've done it already one time, you know. Um, and the other thing I would say is, again, habits. You now have this great podcast and you're probably in a little bit of a habit of what you're doing, but you just have to tell yourself, I'm going to carve out this half hour to do this. Even if it's not a full hour to begin with, you have to just make the decision that I'm making myself carve out this time. And maybe it's first thing in the morning, or maybe probably not in the evening when you're tired and don't feel like and ready for your, you know, your cocktail. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a mindset. You've got to take, make the time and do it and just do it and make a habit of it. Once you recreate that habit, because I'm in the habit now, it took me, um, it took me some time to get in the habit. I, nobody interferes with, my workout time now, unless it's a absolutely necessary. It's, you know, I have those mornings, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, I mean, if I have a settlement at nine o'clock and I can't change that, obviously, you know, you work around certain things, but I try every which way I can to make sure. And that's made all the difference in the world for me. I don't think yeah. I've ever, honestly, I don't think I've been in as good shape as I am now at my age. And that's saying something. Yeah. Yeah, because you were a healthy kid, you know. I was healthy and I stayed in good shape, but I have more muscle tone, um, not to brag here, but um, than I have ever had in my life, in my entire life. So here's the other thing I'll tell you. It's never too late. Never. No. Um, you could be 70. You can be even 75. You just have to be careful and have somebody guiding you a little bit. If you're going, it, it depends on how much you know and how much you don't know. Mm. Um, I follow somebody on Instagram Fortunately, her mother was a bodybuilder, I mean, not her mother, her daughter was a bodybuilder. So she had somebody in her back pocket, but yeah. she was a typical mother uh, starting to look just really dowdy. And she was 70. Well, she made the decision to have her daughter work with her. You would not believe starting at the age of 70, what this woman looks like. She's incredible. Now it's been like four or five years, but it didn't take her four years to get to where she is. No. She works at weights and she is... It's um, her muscles. It's unbelievable. And so I say, don't think your age, don't let your age stop you ever. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't want 
the chicken legs and the skinny arms and the, you know, uh, the arthritis is already getting me. So I got to, I got to, you know, part of when I'm in shape, it doesn't bother me as much. No, because you're, um, you're, um, um, oh, connective tissue. Yeah. And it, it it's the exercise will definitely help it. Um, I, I have some problems sometimes right in my hands here. I don't think it's arthritis actually. I think it's because I'm the way I'm using the weights. Sometimes I'm putting pressure on my joints. Yeah. You stretch you know? this part of your wrist. Um, it's right, hands, a little right? more right in here in my, right, oh, right okay. And I, yeah, can, I that's I where I have the arthritis on, on those knuckles. Right. And which is common. I can't do, I can't do hammer curls, you know, because okay. your hand is at, is at an angle, right? Right. So I have to have my hand <laughs> that way, flat, and then pull. So I, I tend to do one weight at a time with my arm resting on my on my leg. That's uh, okay. You do but, what you can. Lubricating is what I meant to say. Your joints are getting lubricated, lubricated when you're... Yeah. You know, um, so it, it, there's just oh, so many benefits. Um, and, and like I said, there's nothing wrong with feeling great, right? No. <laughs> when, <laughs> when you're on your game, when you're on your game, that's that's where I was going with this. It does change everything. You know, okay. uh, I am certain I have absolutely no doubt in my mind. You're a better real estate agent because you're in good shape. I think I am. I you agree know? with that. I'm sure it's pretty tough. You know, if if you're not feeling good to cart somebody around to look at houses for the fifth time, get an attitude problem. <laughs> Especially right now when every house has 50,000 offers on it. Yeah. That's yeah. another story. I mean, it's amazing. The market's still, you know, red hot out there. And, I can't believe you know, that. That's, that's so know, hard but, to believe. Well, I'll tell you why. Because, um, in, yes, interest rates are up. But they're not that high. They're around six. Okay. So relatively speaking, that's not that bad. Okay. It's not three, like we all got spoiled with, but six is low compared to and the it's history. been 18 in our lifetimes. Right. And but <laughs> the thing that's really doing it is the inventory, the lack of inventory. We have about 2.6 months worth of inventory. The norm is about six months. And when we have a tough market, like we did in 08, 09, we had about 10.6 months worth of inventory sitting there we're down yeah. to 2.6 that's nothing there's nothing and so every buyer out there each house that comes up um i have a listing right now i just put it on yesterday i'm getting oodles of showings it's a first time home buyer type condo um and i know i have an offer coming in tonight he already called me now i'll probably get more but um we'll see what this one is but i list i just listed it yesterday and he said oh yeah, today. I've never sold a house that worked like that. I was always at slack market selling. We did really good on all our deals until two houses ago when we moved to Mississippi for a while. We sold that house. We got, we took Slam. pounding. Yeah. But uh, the goal was to retire early and get out of Dodge. So that's what we okay. did. So you did. We still made money, but nothing on the scale we should have. Right. You know, somebody got a, a free 22 foot living room over a garage when they <laughs> bought that house. Wow. Basically. Wow. Um, but yeah. And, and, and in terms of making time, absolutely. Um, my son, Kenny is a mortgage guy. I think you know that. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, now that you mention it, I do. Yeah. yeah. He's with Princeton now, Princeton Morgan. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, these guys are ridiculous efficient. It's unbelievable. But yes. he is full-time mortgage, super aggressive, coaches Little League, mm. um, has kids in other sports, and trained for a marathon. Wow. Good for him. Well, he, ran, he ran last November for the Philadelphia Marathon, and he managed to find the time. Everybody can find the time. You just have to make the time and get it in your head that you're going to find the time. As I said, you don't have to even could start. I don't know what you did originally, but and it sounds like you know what you need to do. You were able to work out on your own? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I have been up feeling great, looking great, and down again 30 times in the last 30 years. I mean, uh, when I was in the Navy, there were more opportunities. Right now, I live you know, uh, on the other side of an inlet from my gym. So it's a pretty good haul. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I could even, you know, on days I don't go to the gym, I got a, I got a workout routine that I can do. It's not resistance, but it's push-ups, sit-ups. Yeah, but that you know, is reverse push-ups. But that is because you were using your body resistance. So yeah, yeah. you're doing push-ups, okay, maybe not sit-ups. But here's what I say. Anything is good. Anything. If you just keep it. Regular Monday, Wednesday, Friday from eight thirty to nine or eight thirty to nine, whatever you, you decide. You know you can increase it, but get it in there, get it in, and start with what you know you can do, so that you don't get frustrated and say, "Ah, oh, I don't have time for this." Even twenty minutes is better than nothing. Start with mm -hmm. twenty minutes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and if you work out at home, do you have anything at home? Any kind of free weights or anything like that? No. Mm -mm. Okay. So I had them. I had them a long time ago. They, we got rid of them in our last house. Okay. Um, because we used to go to the gym there. Right. Um, uh, I do prefer, given a choice, not going to a gym, not driving to a gym. You know, uh, right now, there's this place is tiny. Compared to our last house, this place is a closet. Very, very little. So they're really, you know, my bunk room, it's supposed to be my grandchildren's guest room. Okay. But it's also my studio and uh, a storage room. And it has all my uh, stuff that I'm selling from out of the wood shop. And every time they came over, I got to, I got to hide that stuff. So I really don't see, uh, unless I got the resistance bands, which I'm not, I don't know about. Yeah. I'm like, well, you can go online and learn that you can buy, get apps on your phone. There's a way to do everything. I personally like to go to the gym because I, I like to get out of the house and go somewhere. That's cause mm -hmm. it's probably from my days of going to dance class all my life. I always come out of the house and went to a dance class. Yeah. yeah. So now it, I go out and go to a gym. It's probably healthier. I think uh, it is. And more social, you know, I was just going to say one of the other things I always recommend is if you're, if you can, maybe buddy up with somebody or I think that if you have some kind of support system where's accountability, accountability, buddy. Yeah. And accountability is really important because again, it's so easy to just get up and go, I don't feel like it today. You know, so <laughs> accountability with somebody with a little group. Um, I know with guys, they don't usually do group stuff, but even with a person, if you can't get to a gym, um, even if you're zooming with the person, just somehow accountability, or you do it and say, 
we're going to both do our own workout in our own separate houses, but then we're going to call each other at the end and say, this is what I did. Somehow get that accountability in so that you don't feel it's so easy just to give it up. Mm -hmm. I think anybody that's good for everybody and anybody. Um, I know uh, community is in some fashion is always helpful. Even if it's not a big community it can be. a small yeah. community. Yeah. I, I see the guys are getting doing that now. When I'm in the gym, sometimes I'll see groups doing the power lifting and, and working the same, you know, a rotation yeah. on the same weights. Yep. You know? yep. Yeah. And I know um, sometimes at the gym, people, it's expensive to hire a trainer. There are a lot of money, but yeah. sometimes I see four women and they split it all up. So he charges the same thing for the 45 minutes or whatever it is, but then they divide it up. Um, and maybe I know people that are doing that to, to yeah. make sure that they have accountability. Now, you know, obviously, Usually that's a certain age range where you have a little bit of uh, flexibility money-wise. Um, yeah. Young people tend uh, not to have that kind of expendable income, but. Um, yeah, I can, I can go from, from a standing start to a full routine pretty quick. Um, but I think a trainer is important if, uh, cause one of my questions was uh, what do you say to say a, a, a woman our age or anybody our age who's never worked out? Right. But they want to start. One of the biggest dangers as a young man, I found, was doing it wrong will get you hurt. Yeah. You know, if you're old, maybe old enough to have a little osteoporosis going on, you start lifting weights wrong and you can do some serious damage. Oh, yeah. There's no question about that. Um, although I think if you've never done it before, you're probably going to use pretty light weights to start right. with. Even if, you know what I mean? I don't think you're going to start picking up heavy weights. I think if you can get somebody like a trainer, at least initially, maybe f to help you, um, you don't have to do long term, but just to learn if you're using, if you're going to a gym, learn the machines or if you're wherever you're doing, get them to guide you um, or a person who knows how to work out that's with you if they're not a trainer. Just somebody is, it's, we talked about a buddy, but they know more than you do and they can work with you. But that's a little tough because you got to find the right person. And I don't know how easy that is. Um, yeah. I don't think people should just try and do it on their own if they've never, ever done weights before. I think it's important to have somebody yeah. over, to oversee what you're doing, at least till you have confidence that you can do it. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't take very long, you know? I no, mean, it doesn't. It does. You can make the shift pretty quick. My wife, the first time she got very serious about working out, um, we went to a gym in Fredericksburg and they had somebody, it was automatic with the membership for a newbie. That's they what would happened. spend, yeah, they spent five, five workouts, I think, mm -hmm. until she had ticked off all the boxes. And then basically Perfect. the trainer was saying, okay, if you want to be on your own, just, you know what you need to do now. Right. And she did. She did great. Holy crap. She got in good yeah. shape. That's great. Oh, yeah. Duh. That's important. Um, and, but that's if you join a gym, if your head, you know, dead set on not joining a gym, I think that the resistance training is a lot more difficult to do on yeah. your own. I mean, there's always stuff on the internet. There's, there's no question about it. You can, but I think you have a lot bigger chance of doing something wrong if you're just totally by yourself. Yeah, I, I have to go back to the gym to, in, or, in yeah, order to get I, in order to get the intensity of workout I want. Right. Um, like I said, I could do the bands, the, the, the stretch bands. 
Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. They look dodgy to me. <laughs> not a, it's not a guy thing. I never see guys using stretch pants. <laughs> I don't, they're always using weights. I see yeah. women use And I'm not saying making a judgment either way. Anything that's yeah. resistance is helpful. But, you know, you've got TRX. Do you, do you ever use uh, the TRX um, that hang down and you can use resistance? It's called TRX. Uh, uh, yeah. They have the- yeah. I mean, you have that, um, you have kettlebells for weights. People use kettlebells. You know, the trainers um, really help with all that stuff or just yeah. the machines. And to be honest, once you know what your weight is on a, what you need to put on a machine, they're pretty self-explanatory. There's only one way to work them. You know, yeah, you grab yeah. it and you lift, you know, where you yeah, pull I, it. I do use machines since I work out by myself. I don't, I don't load yeah. up a bar and try to do it without a spotter. No. And- I always use machines. And I use probably not 80% of the time or 90% I use machines. And then I'll do free weights and I'm trying to add a little more free weights in because it's a little more muscle specific with free weights. You, you can, yeah. you can your get flexors. To- your flexors are working more it's than they are with the machine. A little bit more, but yeah. you know, now we're talking, you know, inches here. It, as long as you're doing it, I don't think it matters that much. I mean, right. I saw huge changes working with machines for me. And it's funny because I used to do t- two days a week. And by the third the third time, I was like, ah, I'm just doing twice. When I added the third day in, the change was tremendous. I think you have to have three days a week. Now, do you do the same days each week or do you rotate every like third day? I do Monday, Wednesday, Friday every week. Mm-hmm. And then I try to incorporate... Um, biking or walking or I don't do heavy cardio, um, but whatever cardio I do, I do on the opposite days um, for the most part. But I don't really worry about cardio too much. I really don't. I think I'm not trying to lose weight. Um, and I don't think that you need to to lose weight anyway, but uh, I'm going to maintenance. And I think it's just good to have a little cardio because your body wants that yeah. as well, yeah. or, you know. Heart and lungs. But it, it increases blood flow. It increases oxygen flow. So better. it improves. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if this is kind yeah. of a redundant question. Okay. In and in, in, in a typical workout, how many sets of exercises do you do? How many types of exercises? Oh. Um, or machines. How many machines? Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to count them. I do all the body parts. So. Um, if I'm doing thighs in the back of thighs, that's two inner thighs, outer thighs, that's four, um, chest, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, I'm going to say for me, probably about 12. Well, and you do that all three days, you do all three days, the whole gig. Okay. I thread- oh yeah, I do. Cause I'm, I'm, because I'm not doing it every day. I'm every other day. So I've got the day of rest in between. And then I, um, I do three sets of each exercise. So let's just say I'm doing these, okay, on a machine. I do three sets of a minimum of 10, maximum of usually 12, three times. And I incre- if I can do an easy 10, then I increase the weight. Yeah, I want yeah. to get when I get to the point where I'm struggling just a little bit, then I'm good. I want to. Yeah, I want to burn out at eight to 10. Eight yeah. to 10 yeah. and three times. So I take a. Right. 30 to one minute rest in between. So you got, you have like a hour and a half workout, 90 minutes. Uh, I'm going to say more. hour 15. Hour 15. Yeah. It's pretty much an hour 15. Cause I, I'm pretty much, I don't, <laughs> I see these guys it drives me crazy. I see these guys and they get on the machine, they do one set and then they get on their phone 
And now they're on their phone for five minutes. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing on their phone, but they're on their phone. And I'm like, people are like looking around, drives me crazy. Then they do another set and then they're back on their phone again for another five minutes. I, I see a lot of people doing that. It makes people. me insane because you don't need five minutes between your sets. It's ridiculous. And they're wasting time on the machine. Then I see people who actually just listen to music on the machine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do anything. When when I when I first started back, I wanted a, a set routine, so I created one on my phone, and it was kind of complex with all the different weights and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So until I had that down pat, that's the only thing I used my phone for. When I got that figured out, I stopped bringing my phone onto the floor. Uh, I if I had wireless earbuds, I might use the phone. Yeah. Yeah, I do, I do. I do listen to music, but um, although I have the old fashioned kind that have. The wire. So here I am with yeah. my wire. <laughs> I can't work out that I can, way. I yeah. can do it. It doesn't. I'm always banging the wire and knocking the earbuds out. Yeah. No. It, it's it's fine. Um, eventually, I'll I'll get up to snuff. But um, oh, it's it's just incredible what I see at the gym. Um, it's just amazing. Then I'll just tell you a funny story. There's one old guy when I'm in Florida. He's an older guy, big heavy set guy, and he does the machine uh, for your. Uh, thighs where you're pressing out and then it comes back in and your knees are bent. Well, I don't know why, but every time he finishes, he lets it go and the machine crashes back and the whole gym just goes like this and he does it every single time and nobody says that's that's a look at me move. I guess. It's like like the guys who take the bar and literally throw it to the floor. Yeah, yeah, they they drop. You know, the screamers. There's nothing to your workout. In that, other than look at me, look at me, and that's why that guy is letting go of those plates. It's crazy. It's crazy, and it's the only machine he does it on. Well, the other machines don't work quite that way. But anyway, it's just really amazing. You can also I, wreck the machine. That's yeah. what I think is going to happen. I think he's going to break the machine. It's going to hit back too hard, yeah. and something's going to go wrong. He could get hurt too. Yeah, if, I, if if he lets it go and doesn't get his leg out fast enough, he could he could do a number on his shin. Get a banana peel <laughs> right up his shirt. I was waiting for the trainers to go up to him and say, excuse me, but nobody goes up to him. So, I mean, I, it's not my place to, to do yeah. it. <laughs> I don't want to you know, make an enemy. But anyway, um, uh, so to go back to your question, yes, I, I always warm up and do some stretching. And then I do my workout. And then I always definitely stretch at the end. Got to stretch. That's a really big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that takes a minimum of about an hour and 15 minutes and sometimes longer. You're very but efficient. I, that would take me yeah, forever. Really, the, the workout you just laid out would take me a long time. Well, that's okay. I mean, you don't have to do 12 machines. I'm counting biceps. I usually do two triceps. So that's three right there. Um, four, five, six, yeah. seven. I usually break up the muscle groups for workouts. I'll do legs, legs, chest and back, arms, that kind of thing. Chest and arms, back, and uh, and uh, abs. So I break it up, and um, but I do a lot of work each time. So in other words, you don't do all of the body parts each time. You do some no. this day and some that day. Yep. Okay. And yeah, every other day or so. Yeah, I think that's okay. I think if you're doing it every other day, I don't really think you need to break it up. If you were doing Monday, Tuesday, I would say upper body Monday, lower legs Tuesday. But if you had that day off in between, 
if you if you have the time, I would try and get as much in as possible each time because you have the rest period in between Tuesday, mm-hmm. right? So it's okay to work everything three times a week. That's okay as long as you have those Tuesday Thursday days. Um, so that's what I do. I mean, I don't. I change machines, or I'll go to the free weights and do my biceps, triceps, and something else, or whatever. I change it up because I think you always need to change it up a little bit, so yeah. your body is not getting so used to the exact same thing every single time. Yeah, and you get better results. That's right. And you, you you shock your body a little bit with exactly. a difference in routine, and your body reacts. You know, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you know that's. Um, and do you drink a lot of water? I hope. I do. Uh, okay. I haven't been hydrating. As a matter of fact, I can feel it now that you mention it. I haven't been hitting the water while we're. I I was drinking coffee, but that doesn't help. How much do you think you drink in a day? Two to three. Two to three what? Cups of cups of coffee. Oh, how much water? No, 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 water, not the water. coffee. Um, I will drink uh, probably four to eight of these little bottles. If I'm working out, I drink more. So how much? I, how much is that? I don't know how much this little bottle. Let's see, are. Uh, that's like eight to ten cups on a non-workout day. On a workout or a walk, I drink a lot more water. Okay, ten cups is. You uh, drink, is that a quart and a half of water? You should drink sixty-four ounces minimum, even when you're not working out. Minimum a day. That's a gallon. Not right? that. Yeah. Right, or is it a half gallon? <laughs> No, it's two quarts. Two quarts equals a half gallon, right? Yeah. A gallon. Yeah, it's not that much. You know what? I have a Yeti. Do you know what the Yetis are? Yeah. Okay, it's 30 ounces. So I fill it up and drink it, and I fill it up and drink it, and now I'm at 60. And then I just make sure I drink some more. And um, really, you should try and drink a minimum of 64 ounces, whether you're working out or not. And then if you're working out, you can drink more, but... Yeah, and it's I got to really jack up the number two because if you drink before you eat, or you drink when you're hungry, it it helps curb your appetite. Yeah, yeah, because you're filling up a little bit. I don't think a lot of people eat because of their their appetite. I think they eat for a lot of other reasons, out of habit, and they just. I mean, if you really think about it, yes, you're hungry when you first sit down, but you keep most of us keep eating even when we're not hungry. Uh I am very guilty of that. And again, it's, I blame my wife for being a good cook. I, when she makes steak, I can have a portion that's fine. It'd be a good adult portion. I eat twice that just to keep getting the taste of that steak. I just, it's too much. You know, I shouldn't do it. (laughs) You're in trouble. Here's what you should do. Okay. This will help. You have to portion it. You have to decide, make your portion. And put it on your plate and you're done. Just know I'm eating whatever it is I put on my plate, this much steak and this much whatever else she makes, vegetables. And just know that that's it and I'm done. Tell your wife to put the rest of it away. I'm not going to, you've got a portion control. You'll never lose that weight if you don't do that. Right, right. And, and I get it because I love to eat too. And I'd love to, you know, I could go in for great food. I'll just, you know, but I just have disciplined myself enough to say, here it is. That's what I'm eating. Here's my eight ounces of protein, which is a lot. If I have chicken, eight ounces of chicken, that's a big. It's good. Eight, so, yeah, that's half a pound of chicken. It is, and um, and then I I go do my veggies or whatever, and I try to I stay clear of um, 
a lot of the starchy foods. Not that I don't eat them, but I try and minimize them. Do you, you know? um, are you, are you like a, a calorie counter and a, and a carb counter, protein counter, or do you just generally go by, you know, size of my fist is good enough? Protein. I do try and count. Um, ideally we should be eating at least one gram of protein per ideal body weight. So whatever, not your body weight now, but let's just say you want, as a woman, let's just say you want to be 115 pounds, then you should have a, about 115 grams of protein and you divide that up through the day. Yeah. So um, I try to make sure I do get enough. I have enough protein because it's important if you're trying to keep your muscles, build your muscle mass a little bit, you've got to have protein. Yeah. It's really My protein important. intake is always good. It's the, it's the carbs that I either don't do enough unless I'm on the rotation and it's a different ball game, but during the day, we either have not enough carbs or too many carbs. Mm. You know, I don't, I don't balance it out well. And that's that I was doing okay with when I was working out last year. Right. Um, and I got results. I mean, I was in clothes I hadn't worn in six years. Well, that's good. Know? Yeah. And that lasted till November. And then 10 weeks later I was going to Philly and I was trying on clothes to find three pair of pants that actually fit me <laughs> because wow. I had gotten away for so long. Oh, just everything came unglued. But the, at least I, I'm armed with the knowledge. And this this is the advantage you have if you've been active before. And it's it's hard to convince newbies, especially when they're feeling discouraged. But take my word for it. I mean, I've been there and back. Too many times. I know it works. I know it works. If if I got a belly and I got a bit of one right now or uh, uh, my energy level is low, I know it's my fault and I know exactly what I have to do to fix it. You know? And there you have the, the, the habits and the discipline have to enter in. Yes. Yes. And, well, and they do work. Matt, because you had the discipline for this podcast. You decided I'm doing this, so I got to prepare for it, and I'm going to spend. So you have the discipline to do that, right? That's, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. You you knew what you had to do, so now you just have to factor in the discipline of getting back into the workouts, and yeah. also, do you eat a lot of junk or not? No, Bad I don't eat a lot. No, um, the the when I do snack, it's at night. That's what everybody does. Uh, I'm not cool. a, I'm not a big like hitting the chocolate five times a day or drinking a, a case of soda or anything like that. But when I do eat junk, I I eat it at the worst time. Right, you know? that is the worst. Yeah, and but anyway, have the point I was trying to make was listening for anybody who who's listening from last week and this week, or by by the time this comes out, Nick will be two weeks ago. The payday is there. It works. You know, it does. if you if you put in the time like any other damn activity, you will get results. Some people's vary, but vary doesn't mean it doesn't work. You know, right. uh, if, if you need to lose 50 pounds, that's not going to happen as fast as I lost 15. But if you do the same thing, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, I your body will give it to you. I'm sorry, go ahead. It, it takes, well, I was going to say 
for um, right now I'm working through a, with a program for people who are trying to get to a good body weight. And for those who want to do this um, through the op, an op, the Optavia program, you have, have you ever heard of that Optavia? The, the what program? Optavia. Uh, O-P-T-E-I-A. No. So basically I, t- just in a nutshell, it's, it's the yo-yo dieting is what we're trying to avoid, right? That's the bad stuff. You don't want right. to go up and down, up and down. So what we try and do with that, you, we do provide fuelings that uh, initially people will use along with a lean and green meal that they make themselves. And so you're eating like six times a day. But we also have a Facebook uh, community that you're part of, a coach that's with you for accountability. Um, and yes, the, and books to read that are called Habits of Health so that you can establish these habits. Because what the goal is, is to get your habits to the point where we don't want you staying on any kind of fuelings for any long period of time. But you have to learn. It's really, you have to learn what you, we don't need a lot. We don't need that many calories. I don't think we need, we way less than we think we need to maintain ourselves, just to fuel our bodies. The right things, yes. We don't need a huge amount of food. So you've got to learn that. So I don't need two bags of Cheetos? No. No. no, I'm sorry to say. In fact, you don't even need one. Okay. Damn. That's cruel. Um, How about a piece of fruit instead? Wouldn't that- oh, I do. I do eat fruit. I got, there's strawberries burning a hole in my counter. I'm going to go at them as soon as we're done here. See, this is the I problem. I love strawberries. Matt, Matt you yes. can't go at them. You got to just, just take a few strawberries and be done. That's what right? I'm going to do. Just okay. a few. As okay. a matter of fact, there was a, an old Korean doctor in Springfield when I worked there. And we were talking about the fruit bar at this, uh, this diner that was best fruit bar ever. And we got talking about the strawberries. He said, for reasons that are too numerous to even go into, the strawberry is the best thing on the planet you can put in your body. Wow. I wouldn't he have said that. that the nutritional value, it's, the list is longer than your arm. Hmm. So he said, if you see strawberries, whatever else yeah. you're eating, grab a few strawberries and eat them. He said, they're always yeah. good for you. But, um, oh, now I just jumped track, lost my point. Um, oh, okay. I will edit this pause out. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what I was going to say. Send me links to the Facebook group and the primary. That it, Is it an app or a program? No, it's you'd have to uh, the Facebook group. You only you have to be part of it to join it. I don't think I can just have you join. You'd have to. um, What if if you're interested really in it? Then I would have a separate call with you at another time to kind of go over. Well, what I was what I was planning on doing is putting a link to the program. I mean, there is a link somewhere. There's a there's a website, right? Yeah, for the overall. Yes. Um, I'll link it in the text and then put a button in the video so so people can can check it out and possibly contact you. Okay. Right? I'm trying to think if there was a way to... Um, well, I have a health form that I have a link to that they could contact me directly, but that's kind of my initial what people fill out before I even talk to them about it. But I don't know if they wanted to find out more about the program. Usually I just talk to them first after mm-hmm. they fill out the health form. That's how I usually work. I can talk to you more about that 
off, you know, off our call here. Yeah. Give me, give me a rundown on, uh, on how you establish contact, you know, if it's not a form, an online form. And no, there um, is an online form that I send to people. Um, but that, oh, but usually they see my things, uh, on, on social media and they'll contact me. I don't go after people I let them come to me. Yeah. Is it, is that, is there anything clickable in those, uh, in those uh, Facebook ads, those Facebook posts? Uh, not in the Facebook posts, no. But let me let me figure it out. Um, there okay. might be something else I can I can do with that. Yeah, just give me the rundown. Um, give me the rundown, so okay. so we can. So if anybody's out there saying I want to work with her, you know, they'll they'll be able to sure. do that. Yeah. No, I thought about that. I thought that would be nice um, because I do. I have. One, I have one girl right now. She lost 44 pounds so far. Her goal is 50, so she's almost there. Wow. How long? Um, it's taken her uh, – she's averaging about two to three pounds a week. So what's that come out with? So um, ba- you know what she had on baby weight? She had two ba- pregnancies in a row. She got pregnant, had the baby, never lost the weight, got pregnant again, so she never lost the weight. Now she has wow. two kids, and she's kind of not done with the babies, I think. Yeah. Um, and she said, I'm like 50 pounds overweight. She said, I can't take it. So she's now 44 down and she only has about six more to go to get. She looks fantastic. I actually posted her on there. She looks great. Yeah. Have you um, seen Joanne? Who? Have you seen the, have you seen the work Joanne's doing? Joanne Legowski? It's not her name anymore. She remarried. No, I haven't seen she's that. She's Drexel Hill girl. And yeah, I know the name. Killing it. She's killing it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She's doing great. I then keep, I I keep telling who- her the same thing I tell you. Would you please, please age along with the rest <laughs> of us so we don't yeah. look so bad? Yeah, you know, you know, you look good. You know, good. and you'll look better when you're 15 pounds. It's, it's $5 a compliment, by the way. I forgot to I forgot to tell you that. <laughs> so, so you're up to about 30 bucks so far. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I can handle that. <laughs> now, anyway, I have is, is there anything else that you want to that you want to ping on before we cut the people loose? Um, I'm, I'm just going to ping on. I can't stress enough how important it is to do some kind of resistance training, no matter how old you are. Age doesn't matter. It's never too late. Um, and, and start, I would say, you know, you have to start minimally. If you've never exercised before, just keep it so that it's doable for you. So you won't lose it. You won't give it up. Um, you know, uh, so it's a combination of changing, changing your habits, creating habits of health with your diet and also with regular exercise. And then always, it's always fun to do the fun stuff. Walking's nice. Walking during nice weather. I like biking. I bike, um, cardio dance classes are fun. If you're at a gym, they're always fun to do like it. When it's fun, you do it, right? Resistance training isn't exactly fun, but when you feel great, you'll keep doing it. You just want to you want to feel yeah. as feel the rewards good. come, the motivation increases. Yeah. And as you age, it's so critical. It's a, you know, it's interesting because when you look at people who are in their 60s and 70s right now, the difference in how some people look and in that that age bracket is you can have a 65-year-old that looks 80 and yep. then you can have a 60, you know, it, as we age, that that discrepancy seems to get bigger, don't you think? It does. In- as a matter of fact, um, 
I think back to our grandparents. Right. And to them, you know, fitness was you don't fall off your desk chair, you know. Right. Uh, my grandfather, when he was my age, looked ancient. And I don't mean relative. Mm. He was a much older man. Right. And the average 65 year old is now. And I think the influence is in our generation, we had much more activity. It was fortunately for us, it was fashionable to be active and get exercise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little worried about the kids coming up. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe the, 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 the important thing to stress based on what you were saying earlier was, you know, you want to talk to a 40 year old say, Oh, you want to age? Well, you want to be in good shape. But let's go back to your 20. You know, you have a cell phone and a, and a couch, and that's where you live. Man, you're going to hate 40. <laughs> you know? Well, you're right. And but here's the thing. Obesity is now like 42% in this country. That's, that's crazy. And the problem now we're seeing is children are becoming overweight at a young age because of compute. I think a lot of it's this and the computer. They don't go out and play like we did. We were out all day long. physical all the time. And what it's really scary is watching these kids come up and be overweight as children. That's scary. And as teenagers and as in their twenties, I don't know about you, but when we were in high school, we barely had a person who was overweight. One or two. Skinny as a rail. You, you remember me, man. I was a little guy. All the guys, the guys were all thin. Everybody was thin, but um, you you go to a high school today. It's a different ballgame. So it's actually scary. It's kind of scary. And I think that's another whole topic because I think that's the lifestyle changes that our computers and phones have brought with us. There's the good of them, but then there's the bad. Um, And the kids do live a more sedentary life in a lot of ways. Um, Yeah, that's that's the message to, uh, based on everything you've said, to the younger people, folks our age are trying to age in a healthy way. Right. A lot of the kids now need to think about, I would at least like to age. That's You're right. You and, said not, it in a- and not pop off at 35 with a heart attack. Right. Uh, it wasn't that uncommon when we were little for, for the middle-aged folks. Again, not a lot of exercise. And you'd hear somebody's dad had a heart attack, you know, and he was overweight. Didn't he didn't, uh, he didn't stay active. So, the opportunity is there. The information is there. People like Karen are there. I'm here. There's information everywhere. I mean, everyone has these computers and phones and, and places to go. It's out there. You just, I would urge everyone, just make sure you get yourself moving. Get moving somehow. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> I like and the program. By the way, there's no light between you and Nick on fitness and the importance and the benefits and everything. It's like, this is going to be a rerun if anybody saw Nick last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> maybe we'll have some new people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to plug in a, uh, uh, an episode on uh, the 10 things we have to get right. And then uh, the following Tuesday, uh, let's see, Nick comes up this Tuesday. The following Tuesday is that episode. And then three Tuesdays from now, this show okay. will pop. I'll, I'll drop okay. the show. And I'll send you the link uh, and just promote the heck out of it. (laughs) I will. 
Share, oh, yeah. share, share, share. My friends don't know what a share button is. They kill me. Uh, <laughs> I get really? like, 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 <laughs> I love that you love it, but hit the share button. I will but, share uh, it. Anyway, thank you, Karen. This has been beyond awesome. Oh, thank you. You're, working, that's working. another $5. <laughs> yeah, another five. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's such a treat to work with you and see you again. Uh, keep in touch. I will. And um, once I get my fat ass out of this chair, <laughs> I will let you know and I'll let Nick know what I'm doing and how I'm doing. And we'd like to, I'd like that. Yeah. I'd like, yeah. I want to, I want to hear that you're down that 15 pounds and you're getting in, uh, getting strong yeah. again. I'll be there again. I'll be there again. I just got, once I'm there, I got to stay there. That would be a nice change. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to bug you about that. So um, I'm going to be your accountability person. I'm going to say, what's going on, Nick? You that, gotta that's get it good. I, I do need that. And I need it like after an event, what happens is I'll form these habits and then I'll get like a bad cold or I'll go on vacation. I'll have some kind of interruption. The program falls apart and I start saying, yeah, next week, next week, next week, next week. No. Uh, you know what I say? I say stop, challenge, choose. You got to pause because the stuff's in front of you. If you're on vacation. You got to stop. You got to challenge yourself and take a second. What's really important to me? What's my why? Why am I doing this? What is it that's important to me? And then slow down before you delve into, you know, oh, I got to have that. Sometimes if you just do that and think about what your why is, why are you doing this? Because, you know, it, certainly at our age, it's critical because, you know, we all want to, we want to be healthy into old age, but we want to get into old age, but in a healthy manner, not, you know, all decrepit as old people. Who wants that? If right? you are not right. on your laptop. So. That's awesome. Couldn't say okay. it better. If you are on your laptop well, thank and you. uh, or not otherwise engaged, uh, you may want to follow along off, with the transcript uh, provided and, below. Uh, it has I'll leave lots of links notes. and buttons at the end for any information that Karen gives me later and to support the P4B. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure. There will be a button in the text below the audio line, among all the buttons, for Karen's real estate practice. Yes, she still is a successful realtor. And if you want further information about the nutrition and fitness topics we're discussing today, there will be a link for you to create a form, and Karen will use that to help you. I don't understand quite how it works. I'll have to get clearer on that with Karen. But it'll give you a chance to see how she stays so fit and so healthy and still pursue a successful career. Be sure to use all the buttons at the top and bottom of the text. We live and die by the share and subscribe buttons. Send inquiries to poriverproductions at gmail.com. Thank you very much for joining us today.